Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Hey, as you know, we talk about it a lot. Not if, but when the world kicks your butt. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and kick your butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, to help you live your best kickin' life. So buckle up. Here we go. Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan coming at you again with another exciting Kicking Life podcast, episode number 170. Yeah, baby. 170 of these things. Well, after we're done with today's show, right? As always, if you haven't checked out the previous 169 episodes, get on it. A bunch of excellent, excellent, excellent content, guest, wisdom, knowledge, and just tools, tips, to help you live your best kick in life. And for our new listeners, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy day to join us. I promise you, I'm going to give you everything I've got, as much energy, passion, and desire to help you become your very, very best, whatever that may be, to live your best kick in life. So what is a kick in life? A kick in life is above just having a good life or a great life or an awesome life. Man, kick in life is the top. You have kicked life's butt. Why? Because I'm sure at some point in time, life's kicked your butt. So you're just kicking back, baby. Yeah, you're cashing checks, you're taking names, kicking butt, baby. And that's what a kick in life is all about. So starting today for the next four weeks, we're going to have a series on healthfulness and self-respect. Healthfulness and self-respect. And the first week, week one here, we're going to talk about mental healthfulness. And the mental healthfulness I like to talk about is having an attitude of excellence. Yeah, an attitude of excellence in everything you do. Now, is that easy? Well, of course, it's easy for me to say, but you know, especially those folks who listen to the show all the time, what's easy to say and what's easy to do is also very, very, very easy not to do. Yeah, we can say anything we want to say, and oftentimes people do, <laughs> but it comes when it comes time to making that choice to actually do it, that's when the problem kicks in. And of course, a great example, maybe you, after you listen to this show, you're pumped, you're motivated, you're jacked up, you're ready to take action, baby, you're going to do this. And here, here's the thought that goes through your mind. Tomorrow morning, man, I am getting up early. I am getting my stuff ready. I am going to the gym. Tomorrow is a fresh start. And of course it is. Every day is a fresh start, right? But you're going to do it this time. You say you're going to do it. And then what happens? The next morning rolls around. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been there. We're all there like every day, right? It's that constant battle. And you think, oh, what happened to that motivation? What happened to that inspiration? What happened to that empowerment I had yesterday? I just don't have it today. And here's the truth. There's going to be more days when you don't have it than you do have it. So you have got to do your very best to condition yourself to over overcome that, overcome those limited beliefs, overcome those kind of inner uh, we'll call them demons, right? That try and talk you out of doing what you know you need to do. Yeah, you got to battle through. And here's the here's the cool thing. Each time you persevere and you battle through, you don't give in to that temptation to sleep in or hit that snooze button or say what we all say from time to time. What is that? Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Ah, you know what? Today's just not the day. We've all said it. I fight those battles every single day as well. I mean, it's just part of life. But here's what I was getting at. Every time you win that battle, you're strengthening those perseverance muscles. You're strengthening that ability to believe in yourself to do what you say you're going to do. 
However, on the other side, every time you give in, you succumb to the temptations of just laying there or hit the snooze button or making an excuse of why you can't. It doesn't make you a bad person. Like I said, we all do it. But what it does is it conditions those excuse muscles, those give up and quit muscles, those muscles that say, you know what? You said you were going to do this last week too and you didn't do it. Why should I believe you this week? I know it's crazy. It is absolutely insane the games our mind plays with us. But that's the reality. That's life, man. We all go through it. Tom Ziegler and those that listen to the show all the time, you know I'm a huge Zig Ziegler fan. I actually have got my certification as a Zig Ziegler speaker, trainer, and life coach. Yeah, baby. So I got to spend quite a bit of time. And Zig passed away in 2012, but I got to spend, uh, oh my goodness, this past year, I don't know how many, I, don't even, I can't put a number on it. The amount of time and hours I get to spend with the Ziegler family, Tom and Julie and Cindy, which are just absolutely wonderful people. And then Lori Majors, who runs the office. Anyway, you are who you surround yourself with, right? Yeah. So what I was going around, and sometimes I get off course, folks. That's just who I am. Squirrel, there it is. Anyway, uh, Tom, one of Tom's favorite quotes is, what's the quickest and easiest and kind of, I don't say kind of, but the best way to achieve success you ready for this? Hold on. You ready? Change bad habits to good habits. Oh, come on. That's too simple. No. If you start conditioning yourself to do that, turn bad habits into good habits, one habit at a time, man, amazing. It's amazing what can happen. And here's another concept. And this is from one of my uh, uh, other mentors I work with, Hanchi Dave Kovar from the Kovar Satori and Promax Systems. And if you're in the martial arts, man, you need to check Kovar out. Fantastic. He has been a life changer in my life in more ways than I can even talk about. And he's been on the show a handful of times as well. And he's got a heck of a podcast called the Satori Podcast. You have to check that out as well. Anyway, a big quote that he uses all the, all the time, all the, all the time, listen to me, is this. A little bit of something is better than a whole lot of nothing. Now, you may be saying, well, yeah, kicking life guy, Master Grogan. <laughs> this is all simple stuff. It is simple. You know, I'm not going to throw anything complex at you because that's above my level of education. I mean, here, I try and keep it simple, baby. The old kiss philosophy, keep it simple, stupid, or keep it simple, silly, whatever you like on that. But keep it simple. Why? Because if it's simple, you can, you can grab it, you can retain it, you can use it, you can understand it. Yeah, if I start spitting, which I don't have a whole lot of $10 words, so I'm not going to spit those out at you. But if I start you know, t- talking way above you, one, that's a stretch for me. It's not being who I am. And I- I'm natural, baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming at you. I never edit these shows, so it's raw. It is what it is because that's genuine, right? Yeah. As another buddy of mine, Brandon Beliso, always says, and he's going to be on a, a show coming up, and he's been on more shows than anybody, and that's another guy to check out if you're in the martial arts industry, Brandon Beliso with One Martial Arts, fantastic guy. He says, here I am for the world to see, warts and all, meaning I'm just going to be as genuine as I possibly can. I'm not going to try and camouflage anything or hide anything. Why? It's more appealing, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's all it is. So anyway, I kind of circled all around there, but I got some shout outs to some of my great mentors and really close personal friends there. But back to what Hanshi Kovard said, a little bit of something. I want you to think about that. A little bit of something. That means a little bitty progressive steps, a little bit of changing a little bad habit, and then another bad habit, and then another bad habit to good habits. That little bit of something adds up to a lot, right? But a lot of nothing, you can have a whole lot of nothing. But what does that lead to? Yeah, 
That's not a mystery, man. Nothing. Woo. See how easy that is? How simple that is? But of course, what's simple to say, what's simple to do is what? Simple not to do. Yeah. Easy does not mean simple and simple does not mean easy. I kind of just twisted those around there. One more example about it. I know getting up is a, I feel that's a pretty good example because we all fight that battle, especially after we've listened to something motivational like this podcast or another show, or maybe you've gone to a conference and man, you're rip roaring, you're ready to do this thing. And then the worst thing happens. It's the next morning, right? Yeah. Boom. Ah, that's the reality of things. Anyway, another example. We've all got, or at least at some point in time, we've had a piece of exercise equipment, right? Yeah. And when we first bought that thing, man, it cost us a a few pennies, right? We had to buck up for that thing. Some of us, maybe I got this elliptical, which actually had to put on a payment plan. It was pretty doggone expensive. And of course, man, when you're still paying for that thing, it's almost like, like the gym membership. I'm paying for it. I need to start going. And that's kind of the appeal of that. You're kind of guilted into going. But by going, yeah, you feel much, much better. So anyway, the piece of exercise equipment. When you first get it, man, you're ready to do this thing. But over time, what happens to that piece of exercise equipment? Unfortunately, usually in a lot of houses, and I know this is true in my house, it becomes what? A laundry basket. Yeah, clothes are hanging on the doggone thing. It happens. Now, here's the easy to do, but easy not to do. It would be very easy every time you walk by that thing just to jump on there for five or ten minutes. And you may say, oh, five or ten minutes, I ain't getting nothing out of that. A little bit of something is better than what? A whole lot of nothing. Yeah, get on there. Five minutes is better than no minutes. And think about this. Five minutes a day, even if you did it five days a week. What is that? Five times five, my mathematician's out there. 25 minutes. Yeah. 25 minutes. Think about that in a week. And then you add that. That's 50 minutes in two weeks. That's 100 minutes in a month. That starts to add up. It does. But as easy as that is to get on there for those five minutes... It's just as easy to walk by and throw another piece of, of, listen to me, get tongue-tied, another piece of clothing on there. Yeah, we've all done it. So anyway, kind of set the premise and the boundaries of what we're talking about. And this month, like I mentioned, it's healthfulness and self-respect. And basically those go hand in hand. That's kind of why I put them together like that. Because the healthfulness is all about helping you be healthy in all phases, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. But all the little things you need to do In order to respect yourself, which that's self-respect, right? Respecting yourself, self-respect. And that ties into the reason I feel there's so many unhappy people in the world. Because they don't have much self-respect. If you don't respect yourself, it is gosh darn nearly impossible to respect somebody else. Now, you may try. All of us have good hearts. We're really wanting to. And I say all of us have good hearts. And there's always somebody saying, well, not everybody has a good heart. I don't know, that's not for me to judge. You'll learn that about the show as well. I'm fighting these battles too, but one of the biggest ones I'm fighting is to not judge others. Now, of course, that's easy to say, and it should be easy to do, but what's easy to do is also easy what? Not to do. Yeah, but when you judge others and compare yourself to others, that's a losing battle. Losing battle. You're never going to win that one. So don't do it. So helpfulness and self-respect, respecting yourself, in order to be as healthy as you possibly can. And this week, mental healthfulness, attitude of excellence. So mental uh, respecting yourself, the attitude of excellence, I kind of got tongue-tied again there, but uh, is doing your very best at everything you do to become your very best. And of course, 
live your best kick in life. Now, is your kick in life different than my kick in life? I hope so. <laughs> because we're not the same person. No, we can relate to one another. Yeah, I talk about these things and hopefully I, I talk about them in a way that you can relate to it. And you can say, oh yeah, I've done that. Oh yeah, he's right there. Or I don't know if I agree with that. And that's fine. That's what makes us unique and what's make, what makes us different. But my whole goal is to be relatable. So you can kind of feel the energy and passion coming through your headset there or through your car radio. But also know that, man, I'm speaking from the heart, baby. Because I am. That's my whole goal. Because one of my favorite all-time quotes from Zig Ziglar is, how do you get everything you want in life? By helping enough other people get what they want. Yeah, me sharing these messages with you, that message that were shared to me by the books I've read, the audible books I've listened to, the conferences I've attended, the seminars I've attended, my mentors, my guides, my coaches. Yeah, all those things flooded in, and I'm sharing those things with you. And what, what I hope happens, I hope you share this podcast or you share the, the wisdom and knowledge from these, this message with somebody else. And that's how we continue to get it going, baby. One leads to two, leads to three, leads to four. You see how it goes. Yeah, it starts spreading. As we know on social media, unfortunately, negativity spreads like wildfire, right? Like weeds in a garden. You get one in there, baby, that garden's, before you know it, poof, it's suffocated. It's dead. All of negativity. And that's how, uh, unfortunately, it spreads on social media. So my goal is to have some inspiration, motivation, positivity, empowerment. Yeah. Let's spread that, baby. Let's spread that like wildfire. All it takes is a share, is a click, is a comment, all those small little things. So why don't we do it? I don't know, because it's easy to do, but it's also easy not to do. And with all that being said, it would nothing make me happy. <laughs> would nothing make me happy, right? Goodness gracious, I'm getting all tongue-tied. Just, and here's the thing, folks. When I do the podcast, <laughs> the, the, the producers think I'm a nut. They always bring in a standing mic because I stand up and do this because I'm just uh, so pumped up and energetic. If I'm sitting down, I'm squeaking the chair and all the other things. So a lot of times when I have in-studio guests, it's kind of tough on me to sit there because I don't want to stand if they're sitting. But uh, anyway, so I'm standing up doing this, throwing my right hooks of reality and bouncing around the studio here. And these guys think I'm nuts, but hey, I'm bringing it, baby. I'm giving you all I've got. So anyway, back to the show, the, uh, our, our mission, and it's kind of a universal what we're doing. We got our martial arts academy here in Edwardsville. So a little plug for that. If you're in the Edwardsville, Illinois area or Glen Carbon or surrounding areas, come check us out. First class is free. Come see what it's all about. Our whole goal is empowering kids and adults to believe in themselves. And that's the whole essence of kicking life podcast as well. Empowering kids and adults that listen to the show, that share the show to believe in themselves, to stand up to bullying, to stand out in the crowd. And here's the big one. With exceptional, not just good, but exceptional manners, discipline, and respect, and kind of vision, the vision we have for kicking life and Grogan's martial arts is to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. And why is that important? Well, wouldn't society be better? Wouldn't all our lives be better if people were happier and healthier? And that would create a safer society because happy, healthy people aren't going around shooting up schools. Happy, healthy people aren't bullying one another. Happy, healthy people aren't going around, oh, my life is terrible. No, if you feel that way, it's not safe because you're depressed. And if you're depressed, you do irrational things. So that's the goal here, empowering one another. So our tribe of kicking lifers, please share this message with others. Share this podcast. And by all means, please give us a little five-star review and a shout-out. 
That's how we're going to keep getting this message circulated worldwide. I got a, a shout out the other day from a, a gentleman in New Zealand. Touched my heart. New Zealand. I had to look it up on the map. I'm not even sure where it's at. <laughs> but uh, it was a good shout out. He loves the show. And, uh, you know, he said, hey, keep kicking life because you're helping kick, kick my life in the right direction. And that, that, that meant the world to me. So give us the shout out. And, of course, on social media there, check us out. We've got uh, Kicking Life with Master Grogan on Facebook. I got uh, Bullyproof Our Kids with Master Grogan on Facebook. Those are both, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Kicking Life with Master Grogan's a page. And then we've got Live Your Best Kicking Life, which is a group. And then Bullyproof Our Kids with Master Grogan is another group. Trying to get these groups and pages things figured out. But anyway, just look them up on Facebook and you can you can go there and like the groups and be a part of the groups. And every day starts off with something inspirational and motivational to help you live your best kick in life. And then on Instagram, our Instagram followers, baby, they're going up. We've got 12,400 now. And that's just kick in life. K-I-C-K-I-N-L-I-F-E. Kick in life. So check that out. All right. So back to what we were talking about before I got a little sidetracked. I want to give you a few... Uh, I don't know, I'd like to say best ways to help with your mental healthfulness. Now, of course, there are, I don't know, I guess a zillion a word, zillions of, 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 of best ways. Obviously, I'm just going to throw a few at you. I'm hoping some of these stick, some of these connect with you, some of these are relatable to you, and you can use them. But of course, really, I, I've got on my phone, I don't know how many motivational apps, and that's how I try and prime my pump every day. Get up, because people say, man, how do you stay so positive all the time? Well, I'm a human being. So I've got my days when I'm like, oh, dragon. I just don't air that stuff on social media. It's not like I'm being a fake. I just make sure before I get on social media, I've got kind of a job to do now. And you, you guys hold me accountable, which I'm so grateful for. I know I, I can't be out there whining and complaining. So I got to prime that pump, baby. And what does that do? Man, it makes me feel better. And why do I do it? Because I truly want to help empower others. And that gets back to Zig's quote. How do you get everything you want in life? by helping enough other people get what they want. People know when they go to the Kick and Life page and live your best Kick in Life and they listen to the podcast, it's not going to be on here whining and complaining about life. No, I've got my battles. I do. We all got them. Like yesterday, uh, just be honest, my baby girl Madeline, well, she's 16, she uh, was having some severe abdominal pains. Yeah, we didn't know what it was. And that's scary. So we took her to the doctor, had some blood work done, and we haven't found out exactly what it is just yet. So, of course, in the back of my mind, that's playing. But me going on social media, <laughs> crying about it isn't going to have isn't going to help in any way, shape or form. People have got their own problems. I don't know what you're dealing with. My whole goal is to empower you to hopefully get more out of the day. Yeah. And of course, you're going to say, well, we can help each other. We, we, we can. And, and, and I get that. And I'm appreciative of that. And if some people need to put those things on social media, go right ahead. I'm just saying, to me, my God-given gift is to help empower others. And that's the reason I do it. But I have to prime my pump in order to be at my very, very best. And real quick, talk about helpfulness and self-respect. One of my mentors, and I've shared this on several episodes, but I'll give you the kind of the, the quick version of it. He asked me if I enjoy, well, this was a right hook of reality. That's a hashtag I got too, right hook of reality. Man, tag the heck out of that thing. Boom! Doesn't mean I'm going to be disrespectful and rude, but it is, does mean I'm going to pop you the right hook of reality like my mentor just did with me, and I'm going to share that story here. He said, do you enjoy disrespecting everybody you're supposed to help? I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? Did you ask me that? <laughs> he says, yeah. I said, well, no, man, I give everything I've got. He goes, well, I know you do. 
But, and here's the big but, but comma, if you're not at your best, this is what he's telling me, if you're not at your best, you can't give your best. I said, well, yeah, but man, I can, I, can, I can suck it up. I can give it all I got. And he broke it down. When's the last time you had more than six hours of sleep? When's the last time you consistently went to the gym? When's the last time you actually spent some quality family time? When's the last time you meditated? When's the last time you watched your nutrition? When's the last time you had a massage? I'm like, oh. Man, he smacked me one. Bang! Right hook of reality there. And his whole point was, if you're not at 100%, if you're not operating at 100%, you can't give 100%. If you're at 50%, and even if you give all 50%, I mean, I'm sorry, if you give 100% of that 50%, what are you giving? Ding, 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 ding. That's right, 50%. So his whole thing is you've got to be at your best in order to serve at your best. So that's why I choose in the morning to prime that pump, baby. Yeah, and i tell you what, it develops an attitude of gratitude. I start being more appreciative of the things that I do have in my life and not so much focused on the things that I don't have. And that kind of ties right into what I'm talking about with that mental, the mental healthfulness. So a couple quotes here. How you, this is a good one here. How you do anything, and my, my team at the studio could finish this for you. How you do anything is how you do everything. If you develop an attitude of excellence in one thing, it becomes much, much easier to develop an attitude of excellence in anything. The same is true of a poor attitude. You, you get yourself in a kind of a, complacent mindset where you just start half half button it right you're not doing it to your full capabilities you're just kind of going through the motions before you know it it gets easier and easier and easier to just go through the motions of everything you do in life and i get it there are days when man there are days that are tough and just to get through the day sometimes can be tough but that's why i do what i do with this podcast and there's so many other motivational apps and inspirational podcasts out there of course, I'm a little biased. I want you to listen to this one <laughs> and share this one. And we've got 100. This is 170, right? Not, uh, number 170. So there's more than enough to keep you busy for a while. All different, but all about the same. All about living your best kick in life. But I want you to get in a, have that attitude of gratitude, that attitude of excellence. And remember, how you do anything is how you do everything. And here's the thing for the parents out there. Guess who's watching you? They're not necessarily listening to your words, but they're watching, baby. Your kids, I know everything you do and unfortunately everything you say is planting little seeds in their garden. They'll remember it. All right, the next one. And once again, our uh, instructors and our, our, our team and our staff at the academy can recite these, which makes me feel so good because I've pounded those things in their head countless times. If you do your best, you'll become your best. And if you don't, you won't. Woo, how's that for a right hook reality? And it really doesn't get much simpler than that. If you do your best, you put forth your very best. It may take a while, but slowly but surely, you're going to become your best. And on the other side, if you don't, maybe slowly but surely, maybe quicker than surely. I don't know how that saying goes. Slower than surely. Maybe it's just going to arrive. But if you don't, you won't. It's as simple as that. And that's a message. As a matter of fact, I gave a speech yesterday to 900 middle school kids and, and teachers fantastic booyah big shout out to lincoln elementary school and dr steve stewart for having me come in again i think this what year is this 19 i think it's been right at a decade now that i've been going to that school and giving giving speeches and i do it completely for free so others out there people often ask how do you get into school districts well you give of your time and of course you got to go in there with the heart of you're here to educate and to help these kids not to sell your martial arts program or not to promote the heck out of yourself 
You can drop a few of those in, but if they feel your whole reason for being there is to promote you or your martial arts academy or a book you're selling, they'll never have you back. You got to be in there with the right heart and the right mindset because you're there to serve. You're there to help these kids. So anyway, that was a big thing I dropped on the kids because I am not a believer of that everybody gets a trophy nonsense. I may have lost a few people there with that one. Like, oh, you know what? No, I am not a believer in that whatsoever. I'm a believer in you get what you earn. And of course, I always get combated and people say, well, some kids are more talented and some kids this and some kids that. You're not going to get any argument with me here. Absolutely. I agree. Some kids are more talented. Some kids are smarter. Some kids are gifted athletes. Some kids are gifted musicians. Some kids are gifted math, uh, mathematicians. <laughs> Some kids are gifted speakers. Of course, my report card always said Richie talks too much. So I guess that's my gift, right? But anyway, we're all created different. We're unique in our own ways. But my whole point is you do your best at whatever you're doing, you'll become your best. And if you don't, you won't. But just showing up does not constitute you get something. Just showing up and taking a test you never studied for doesn't mean because somebody else got an A that you are guaranteed that A. You get what you earn. And some kids have to work a little harder in certain areas. I get it. My whole, uh, my whole mindset is that attitude of excellence, always doing your best, condition yourself to do your best. So I dropped that bomb on the kids yesterday and some were like, uh, <laughs> and I said, hey, what happened? Unfor- it's unfortunate to your generation, but somebody, some mom complained at one point in time that her little son didn't get a trophy. So now everybody gets a trophy for showing up. What you're actually doing is you're teaching this kid that they don't have to do anything to get something. And then you're taking away the hard work of another kid. And then same time, some dad went to school and argued with a teacher because his son or daughter didn't get a grade, even though they didn't study, even though they didn't put in the work, even though they stayed up all night on Snapchat, but they got a D, but their friend who studied their butt off got an A. Well, that's not fair. No, it's not fair. It's not fair to use that as an example. One person studied their butt off. They deserved the A. The other person stayed up all night on Snapchat. They deserve what they got. But anyway, I told the kids, and parents, you can share this with your kids, it's not their fault that they're growing up in this generation. But what is their fault is the choices they make, good or bad. And that's, once again, the self-respect. You respect yourself. You make the right choice. You put in the extra work. You put in the extra effort, and you'll become your best. You don't. You want to have somebody else do it all for you? Sooner or later, you're going to pay the price. That is the right hook of reality. That is the reality of life. Yeah. And uh, here's something I've been on a kick lately, sharing it more (laughs) I don't say more than I should, but it's, it's almost getting to the point where I'm beating a dead horse, pardon the imp- expression there, but is this, we either, and this is as parents, as society, or ourselves, we either discipline, and I guess for our, our kids, for ourselves, I'll reword it a little bit here, we either discipline our kids when they're young with love, teaching them how to overcome failures and objections, how to overcome adversity, at a young age, or, and here's the big or, society's going to do it, but society is sure as heck not going to do it with love. Absolutely not. They're going to do it with, I mean, it's going to be a painful, painful lesson. I've been saying this, either we discipline our kids with love or society's going to do it with hate. And I don't mean hate as far as people hating them, but the kids are going to develop a, a kind of a, a, I guess what I mean, a hate for themselves. 
because they don't know how to deal with a problem because they never learned how. Now think of this. This, this, we could all relate to this, especially if we've had kids. Now, as adults, we may not uh, be able to remember back when we first learned to walk, but if we've got kids, we can, or if we've got friends that have kids, or we can, as adults, we can remember when we had challenges. Well, I'm going to use walking as an example because it's so basic. When your, your child was first learning to walk, did they get it right off the bat? Absolutely not. They got up, they kind of traveled, hanging on the table, and then what happened? Pfft. They crashed on that padded diaper, right? <laughs> they got up again, crashed again. Got up again, crashed again. They crashed how many times? 50, 100? I, I don't know. It was just constant. But I guarantee, and I'm going on a limb here, I promise, not one of you, not one of you ever thought about saying, you know what? I guess my kid's not going to be able to walk. They didn't get it the first 100 times. They're just not going to get it. No, nobody did that. What'd you do? You helped them back up. Most of the time, they did it on their own. Why? They saw mom and dad walking around. They're like, man, I want to do that. They get around a heck of a lot quicker than I do. Yeah, that's the cool thing to do. And ever since then, I told you kids are watching you. Now they watched you when they learned how to walk. And now they're watching your actions, how you interact with others, what you do in the car when somebody cuts you off, or if you're uh, at the store and, I don't know, somebody's rude to you. They are watching, man. We're planting seeds in that garden. I know it's a scary thought, isn't it? Yeah, know some of you can see like, holy smokes, oh my gosh. And how often do you look at your kids and wonder, where in the world did you learn that? A lot of times, all we got to do is look in the mirror and we'll see where they learned it and who they learned it from. But back to the walking thing, not one of us gave up on our kids then. Don't give up on your kids now. They need our help, absolutely. I'm not saying you feed them the wolves and throw them out in the wild, but I am saying help them be their very best. Help them earn it. And here's a crazy thing how that works. You focus on that. Who's going to be a better person in the process? Who? Go ahead and look in the mirror. Yes, it's you. Yes, you got it. You are. Why? Because you're focused on helping them become their best. Same thing here with the podcast and the video blogs. I'm doing everything I can to help you become your very, very best. Why? It makes me feel good. I'll be honest. And when I feel good, man, I'm more empowered to do it even more. And in the process, what's happening to me? I'm becoming a better person. Yeah. But it's also keeping me accountable, too, to make sure that things I'm telling you on air here <laughs> that, that I'm not doing. That little, uh, uh, I guess, conscious guy, if you call him, in my brain, if I go to do something like, oh, shoot, I just talked about that at the studio or talked to a parent or talked on a podcast. All right. And I, that's when I get back and hold myself accountable. Hey, man, I screwed up. I did. And if you screw up, you screw up. We all do it. It's all part of living. But be accountable for it. And the more you're accountable for it, the more you're going to be on guard so you don't screw up. Crazy how that works, isn't it? All right. Moving on from some of my notes here. You do your best, you become your best. This is true with anything and everything you do in life. If you study hard, guess what happens? You'll get better grades. If you work hard on your techniques, we talk about the martial artist, or for our athletes out there, or musicians, or anything you're doing, if you work on your techniques, and it could be your techniques of spelling or reading or working on your math, yeah, studying for a test. Those are all techniques. If you work hard on your techniques, you'll get better. Woo, that's a brain buster, isn't it? And, of course, martial arts, you'll get better and you'll pass all your belt tests. If you follow directions, and there's a, here's a good one, share this with your kids. If you do your best, you become your best. If you don't, you won't. If they do their best at following directions, guess what does not happen? They don't get in trouble. Man, 
It's crazy how that works. If you obey the speed limit, you don't get pulled over. Oh, man. This stuff is rocket science, man. <laughs> no, it is not. Rocket science is way over. It's somebody, I guess pay grade is kind of the term for that. I don't know that I understand all that, but it's way above my level of thinking. I don't understand rocket science. <laughs> I mean, I understand car. I put gas in the doggone thing. I check the oil to make sure it's good. I watch the gauges. I start the key or turn the key, put it in drive, and try and watch out other drivers and myself and my speed limit and all those things you do as driving. But I don't know how the whole process works. I'm not a mechanic. Oh, so I don't pretend to know how it works. But I do know this. If I speed, there's a good chance I'm going to get pulled over. And I'm not <laughs> above that. I've, I've, I've had a few tickets in my day. Embarrassed to say it, but it is. And guess what? Whose fault was it when I got the ticket? Of course, it was a police officer's fault. I mean, shame on him or her for doing their job and pulling me over when I was breaking the law. Shame on them. Don't they have anything better to do? No, it's not their fault. Not shame on them. Shame on me for putting them in a position to have to pull me over. Now, that's a different way of thinking than I was 10 years ago. And why is it different? Because I'm surrounding myself with people that force me and make me and help me think differently. And when you think differently, you start acting differently. You start acting differently, your life's going to change in a different direction. Good or bad. Good or bad. You are a product of the four to five people you surround yourself with the most. Something else kind of <laughs> thinking about that. I posted something on my page the other day. Let me see if I can remember. It was good. It got a lot of uh, shares and comments. And but it's, it's a right hook reality. It said this. Surround yourself with winners. The conversation is different. Woo! Bang! Yeah. Am I calling your friends losers? No, I'm not calling anybody a loser. I'm just saying people that think positive. People think uh, um I guess the winner crowd, the ones that battle through exceed, they change bad habits to good habits. That's a different thought process. They get on the treadmill or the uh, bike instead of walking by it. It's just different. It's just different. And here's the thing. In life, there are winners and there are losers. That doesn't mean a person is a loser. But well, Ricky Bobby, if you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> that doesn't mean number two is a loser, but it certainly means they didn't win the race. Wow, be like, man, dude. That's the reality, though, okay? I have been, and I'm not, nobody is ever a loser. Nobody has ever completely failed until you give up. But I have lost. I've had failures. I mean, a lot along the way. I think, uh, was it, uh, it was Thomas Edison. Maybe it was Albert Einstein. One of those guys said, he or she with few failures is he or she that hasn't lived. So if you haven't experienced failures, you really haven't lived. And I guarantee you've experienced failures. Go back to the walking example. Yeah. How many times did you fall before you get up? How about, uh, and some of you know that listen to the show a lot. I played hockey at a fairly high competitive level. Love the game. Uh, kids, Emmett played. Uh, it was fantastic. I got a chance to coach last year, which was great. Anyway, I take the kids to the, uh, to the rink every Wednesday. That's kind of our PE time, which is fantastic. If you've never been ice skating before, your first time out is going to be challenging. Those that have been out on the ice or even roller skating, it's challenging, right? Yeah. And ice, you got a thin blade on a sheet of ice. It's tough. I don't know how many times I fell the first time. I don't even remember, to be honest with you. I was four years old. Emmett, when he first started, man, he was falling all over the place. That's just what happens. But he got back up. He got back up. 
And he's turned into a heck of a little skater and a heck of a hockey player because he didn't give up. Woo. Kind of see the theme here, folks? Yeah. Healthfulness. Mental healthfulness. Have an attitude. Healthfulness. Easy for me to say. Can imagine what it sounds like on the air. <laughs> well, I'll listen to the show and, and uh, uh, oh, well, not critique myself too hard. Although, well, the truth be told, I do. I probably need to do a better job of that too. Anyway. Attitude of excellence. So moving on. You follow directions, you won't get in trouble. If you, here you go, here's another one. If you eat healthy, then you'll be what? Healthier. Yeah. I mean, this is so simple. But what's simple to do is what, folks? Simple not to do. That's right. And of course, the opposite is true if you don't do your best. So if you eat unhealthy all the time, what's going to end up happening? Yeah. And we had uh, Brian Cruck on the show not too terribly long ago. I want to give a shout out to him and his wife. Cruck's in the kitchen. They have lost collectively 260 pounds. Holy shnikes. And they've done it the right way. They have. Little bitty turning bad habits into good habits. Little progressive steps. Check them out. Uh, they've got, uh, I don't know if they've got a podcast going yet, but I know they've got a YouTube channel called Cruck's in the Kitchen. Check it out and listen to that episode. I don't remember the number of that episode, but uh, you can go back through the library and find it. Great, great show there. And they share a lot of their tips on how they did it. And it's not rocket science. It's kind of the ba- a lot of the small little things I'm talking about here, but they actually go into some of the recipes. So check that out as well. The next big tip or big thing to remember, and I talked about this at the very beginning, have an attitude of gratitude. Look for things to be grateful for. You know, there, there, there's, there's an old saying that kind of goes like this. Every day you can look at life as if everything's a miracle or look at life as if nothing's a miracle. Woo, how's that for another ride hook? I got my Ric Flair going today. Can you hear it? Woo! (laughs) Somebody posted on my page the other day about the start of hockey season and it was Ric Flair doing his thing, coming out of his... I don't know what the heck he was doing, but uh, he was all celebrating, giving the woos because it was uh, uh, the hockey season just started. So it was kind of funny. <laughs> Got my Ric Flair going. That was not rehearsed, by the way. Anyway, uh, another thing of attitude of gratitude. What you look for, you will surely what? Find. If you look for the good, you'll find the good. If you look for the bad, you will surely find the bad. Yeah. It's just a matter of conditioning your mind. Have an attitude of excellence. Attitude of gratitude. What you look for. Every day. Every day. Now, this is is tough for me because I'm a human being as well. But the more I talk about it, the better I get. And I'm hopeful that comes across to you. Everyday practice looking for things that are beautiful. There's, I mean, there's a lot of things that are negative. All you got to do is, uh, well, unfortunately, a lot of times on social media or the news, which, by the way, here here, here it is with the news. If you haven't listened to the show before, you have, you know, I'm just going to give you another reminder. You ready for this? You may want to turn it down because I'm going to get loud here. Here we go. Turn off the news. Wow. (laughs) Why? You're planting garbage in your beautiful fertile garden there. The news media, doesn't matter what you listen to. Too much of that garbage, well, any of that garbage is garbage. They do not care about you. They don't. You know what they care about? Ratings. Ratings. They don't care about the country. They don't care about who's right and who's wrong. They don't even care if they're telling the truth. All they care about is ratings. And what gets ratings? What? Do you know? Fear. The more they can scare you, the more they can convince you that everything's wrong and everybody's evil and it's all bad, the more they can bring up pictures of Hitler in your mind, 
the more they can do that, what do they do? They, they, they plant fear in your mind. Nobody's Hitler. My gosh, that, that person was horrible. I mean, it's, it's a crime to even say that about another human being. And so everybody says, well, well, well. No, no, I, I'm, I'm telling you here. Get that negative garbage out of your mind. It's not good. It's not good. It does nothing to help you. Anyway, yeah, I get <laughs> the news media. Blah. They do not care about you. They care about ratings. And they don't care how they get them. That's truth. And what sells? Fear. Fear, 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 fear. Because the more afraid you are, the more you're going to listen. The more you listen, the more they plant fear and panic in your mind. So anyway, turn that nonsense off. What you look for, you'll surely find. Good. Everyday practice looking for things that are beautiful, that make you smile, that make you feel good. Yeah, does the news make you feel good? Gosh darn no. No, it doesn't. Look for things that make you feel good. Look for kids that are smiling. Take in. Stop. Instead of rushing here and there, look out at the grass. Look out at the sky. Take in the beauty that's right there. Be grateful that you live in a house. I mean, there's small little things that you t we all take for granted. I shouldn't say you. We all do. I take it for granted. We live in a house. We have clean water. We have food to eat and clothes to wear. You have the ability to listen to this podcast. You have the ability to, I mean, you, you've got a device in your hand that you can do anything with. But unfortunately, a lot of us, I don't say we do the wrong thing, but we certainly don't do the right thing by listening to the right stuff, by planting the right seeds in your mind. Now, listen to this podcast. That's going to help out. But make sure we carry that on, okay? And then share that with somebody else. Be grateful that your parents love you. Yeah. Be grateful that you can see and hear the birds sing and the sun and the rain, the beautiful trees, plants, and flowers. And, of course, you can come up with your own examples. But once you develop that attitude of gratitude, that mental healthfulness, boy, the world opens up. It does. Now, don't be a naive. There's some people out there that are not the best people in the world. And I'm talking about all this positive. But here's the deal. You're going to find there's far, 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 far more good people than there are bad people. The news media wants to scare you to death like, you know, everybody's a bad person. Why? It's fear. That's how they get ratings. That's not true. You know that's not true. I tell you that because man, oh man, for the longest time, I would take that stuff in and I was not a very happy person. Not at all. I mean, I, I faked a lot of it. I wanted to be happy. I truly did. But what you put in is what you get out. An example I give the kids all the time and I gave yesterday at the speech. If you plant onion seeds, what are you going to get? Onions. You plant strawberry seeds, what are you going to get? Strawberries. There's no way that if you plant onion seeds, it might be totally irrational to think, but maybe you do. I planted onion seeds, but I know because I believe in myself, which is a good quality, by the way, but you also got to be real here. If you plant onion seeds, you're not getting strawberry seeds. If you plant negativity in your mind, your mental garden, the most fertile garden ever in the history of the world, as kids like to say, you're not going to have positivity, man. You got to plant positive thoughts. It's not always easy because the weeds and negativity will take over. But take care of that garden and be careful what you allow in there. Jim Rohn always used to say, and I always talk about Jim Rohn, the motivational speaker, not the sports broadcaster. He's a cool guy too. But I, Jim Rohn passed away. But him and Zig Ziglar are my all-time favorites. 
And a special shout out to one of my other mentors who I work with, Chris Widener, who had an opportunity to work with both of them. Oh, fantastic. And boy, I'm picking his brain all the time for knowledge. But uh, Jim Rohn would always say, put a guard at the gate of your mind and make sure that guard is always alert, always awake, and does not allow negativity in. Now, it's hard, and some negativity is going to seek in there or slip in there, seek in there, crawl in there, however the heck it gets in there. But do your best. If you find it, get it out. You find a weed in your garden, get it out. And what's going to help with that? Planting seeds of positivity. Boom. How was that, folks? Good stuff? Well, I hope it helped. I truly do. That's why I do this. That's why I pour my heart, soul, and passion and everything I've got into this. And the truth be told, producer uh, Brian, who Brian Kruk was talking about earlier with his uh, crux in the kitchen, when he did the show with me, he kind of got to see, and they see a lot of it behind the scenes, but he was actually right here face-to-face with me in the recording studio. And what I do, and, and this is a great tip for others out there, not only speaking, but the ability to respond to something as opposed to react. And what I mean by that is, and I, I was... My, when I was younger, I was reactionary to everything. I would always jump to conclusions and, you know, your gut wrench reaction is usually the wrong one, right? Bang. Oh, shoot. I shouldn't have done that, right? So what I do before I start the show, I take a little 10, 15 second little meditation and I say a little prayer. And the same thing I do before I go on stage, before I speak to crowds. Yesterday I had 900 and something kids and teachers and I felt good. That's where I, my energy woo, comes out. Close my eyes. This little tip. This is kind of my secret. You welcome to use it by all means. Change it to fit your needs. But I say a little prayer. I just say, God, please grant me the wisdom, the knowledge, the strength, the perseverance, the courage, the confidence, and the power to deliver my very, very best message. To help empower as many people as I can to believe in themselves, to stand out in a crowd, and to live their best kick in life. That's mine. That's what I say. Now, of course, that works for you. Take it, man. Use it. Make it unique. Make it yours. Change it up. And I say the same little prayer at night after I pray for our friend, family and friends, for happiness, health, safety. Say the same thing. God, please help me be the best dad I can be. Help me be the best husband I can be. Help me be the best leader, mentor, coach. Help me be the best entrepreneur. Help me be the best author, speaker. Please grant me the wisdom, the tools to be my very, very best. And then I end with this. You ready for this? Please help me be the best Christian so I can lead by example. There it is. Ooh, a little different. I had planned on that. That's not in my notes. I just thought I'd share that with you. There you go. All right. Well, hey, I got to give a big shout out to our friends at Century Martial Arts. If uh, and I'll give a few shout outs to my other mentors, Hanchi Dave Kovar and Brandon Beliso and Chris Widener and the Zigglers. All the wonderful, wonderful people that uh, have, you know, influences and mentors in my life, helping me grow and become a better person. So I have the ability to do this, but I also want to give a shout out to Century Martial Arts. If you're in the martial arts industry and you need equipment, um, anything to do with martial arts, you know, the uniforms, belts, go to Century. They are fantastic. They have the same heart, passion, and desire to give you their very, very best, just as what I talk about on the show. And they know how hard you're working in your studios. Man, they're there for you. So, Sentry, thank you for all you do. All right, folks. Well, here's the deal. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Yeah, uh, kickinlifepodcast.com. As I mentioned, follow me on social media. Kicking Life uh, with Master Grogan is a page. Live Your Best Kicking Life is our group. 
what is Bullyproof Our Kids with Master Grogan's another group on Instagram. It's Kickin' Life, K-I-C-K-I-N-L-I-F-E. I don't do a whole lot with uh, Twitter and YouTube. I'm starting to get that channel rolling again. Uh, the, I've got, my goodness, probably 300 plus video blogs out there. I need to do more with that, but that's uh, it's something I have to hire somebody else. I don't know a whole lot about that. So I just keep filming the video blogs and throwing them up there, but I know there's more I could be doing with that. So that, uh, that'll be coming a little a little more soon. Does that make sense? No. Anyway, a little more will be coming on the, the YouTube side of things. But that's what we got for you. As you. If you like this show, please share it with somebody else to help empower them. And I say this at the end, but I, and I say it with my heart because I mean it. I love you. I love what you're about. I love what you do. I love the fact you're listening to this show. I love the fact that you are doing your best to live your best kick in life. That's why I keep doing what I do. I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kicking Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kicking Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.